name's Eileen Townsend, and I'm the editor of the Northern Logger and Timber Processor, a trade magazine for the forest products industry that's based out of the Adirondack Mountains in New York State. Hello, Northern Logger listeners. So this month, our podcast is about how markets are doing in the Northeast. And it's been a rainy week in New York State after we had a very hot and dry June and July or the first part of July. It's following trend because we also had a very warm winter in the Northeast this past winter, and that did not really help anybody out who was working in the woods. So overall, for a lot of reasons that we're probably all familiar with, I think people would say that it's been a rocky year so far and that there's a lot of uncertainty going forward. But there have also been a few bright spots, and we will get into all that. We'll also talk this week to two friends of the Northern Logger podcast, Andy Clark, who's a logger and a logyard owner in central Connecticut, and Alan Ryder, who's a procurement forester who works with Stratton Lumber up in northwestern Maine. So Andy and Alan told us a little bit about what they've seen in recent months, and we were happy to hear from them. But before we get into it, I want to remind our listeners that as of right now, mid-July, our 2020 Loggers Expo is still set to be held right outside of Burlington in Essex Junction, Vermont, and that's on October 16th and 17th of this year. So this is our annual Loggers Expo that usually happens in May, but this year it's been moved to October because of the pandemic. And of course, we're still keeping up with the latest in pandemic news and precautions and all of that. But right now, we're still looking forward to seeing everybody there. And you can register as an attendee or find out more about being an exhibitor on our website. That's www.northernlogger.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our weekly newsletter? We send out some of the top stories of the week as well as links to our most recent online content, our featureds, our classifieds. It's it's a great newsletter, and you should sign up for it. Okay, so markets right now. Even though loggers kept working through the pandemic and were deemed essential from the start of this whole thing back in March, there have been plenty of stumbling points when it comes to markets in 2020. I've heard that prices for hardwood saw logs are still way down, even though demand has been fairly consistent. After mud season, lots of mills filled up really quickly and some loggers were put on quotas, but the mills have still been able to move product and they've been able to operate. So there's at least some consistency there. But there has been problems for many loggers in anticipating which species consumers are going to want and which species to focus on harvesting because there's been a huge amount of volatility, not only with prices, but with demand for certain species. I've heard that things have fallen off pretty much overnight and other things have come into vogue and it's just hard to see what's going to happen tomorrow. And meanwhile, This is not a new story, but it is a critical one. Pulp and low-grade markets are a total mess, and this is not only because of the pandemic, but because of policy decisions that have led to the closures of most of the biomass plants in New Hampshire, Tamworth, Bethlehem, Portsmouth, 
And then, of course, to the unforeseeable accident that happened on April 15th at the J Main pulp plant, which is owned by Pixel. And also heard things like Finch Paper in New York took a big hit during the pandemic because one of their major customers are the New York State schools. And, you know, that demand is usually pretty consistent, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, so the schools don't need as much paper right now. Or when they closed, not any paper at all. So I heard one logger say that basically the change with pulp markets has been like stopping a freight train on a dime. There were things that had been in the works for a while, like the policy choices in New Hampshire, but there are also just unforeseeable things that have happened. And somebody who I really trust in the industry recently said that he he thinks he's seeing the end of a 30-year run for biomass and low-grade material, and that low-grade markets are just not coming back. And that he fears because of this that New Hampshire and Maine and really the entire Northeast are going to lose significant logging infrastructure because it's become so difficult to move low-grade materials. And that's not a good report to hear. That's never what you want to hear. And I think we're going to see a lot of folks having to take pretty drastic steps in the future to adapt to this new climate of the markets. But on the positive side, right now it seems like the markets for rail ties and mats are doing pretty well, which is probably due to the declining prices for grade lumber. And of course, there's been this steady demand from big box suppliers like Home Depot and Lowe's for lumber. They've actually been seeing lumber shortages because so many DIYers are doing home improvement projects this summer. And and things have been looking pretty positive on the export front, both for logs and lumber. The tariffs were lifted with China, and now that China has moved through its shutdown, uh, there's actually been an, an increase internationally in demand for product. So I actually spoke with Andy Clark about the export situation. Andy's carved out a great niche for himself in Connecticut, and he's always one of the first people I check in with when I want to get a sense of what's happening, because he not only has his thumb on the pulse in New England, but he also always has a great sense of what's going on globally. You know, pre-pandemic, everything was looking up. Uh, now I'm, I'm going to speak in terms of what we deal with here in Connecticut, which is primarily hardwood, saw logs and veneer. The hardwood demand was increasing. Things were looking up. We had gotten through the, the tariff situation with China, which they were coming back into the game as far as buying logs because China had dropped a lot of the tariffs on the hardwood lumber and logs going over there. So their demand was increasing, domestic demand was increasing, and, and so we were, we were in good shape. And then, of course, the pandemic came, and that kind of grinded everything to a screeching halt until mills could figure out whether they could operate or not. And at what capacity, things were quiet for four or six weeks 
directly after the shutdown. And then some of the mills started coming back online and buying limited quantities of, of certain products, things that they wanted the targets on. Uh, but what we saw happen was our export business increased. And I don't think it really had anything to do with directly with the pandemic. It was just the fact that they were on the backside of the pandemic in China. And so they were looking to get back to work. And so they increased in purchasing on the export side as the domestic side was was uh, struggling to, to figure out where it was going. In terms of the loggers that are in your region, I mean, what what are you hearing from them, people that don't just supply you? Well, we we saw a certain percentage of loggers that uh, that we do business with directly, and ones that we're just acquaintances with, you know, in and out of the industry. Some of them decided to just mothball their operations if they could afford it until they saw markets improve because. Well, along with the pandemic, prices for logs in general dropped, mostly due to uncertainty of what was going to come once we started coming out of the pandemic. So log prices responded to the pandemic, and some loggers decided, well, I'm just going to, you know, park everything for this minute and just see what happens. And some just kept working because... They didn't have a choice. They needed to uh, generate revenue, you know, to uh, pay their bills and then keep their machines going. So they've continued to work even though the prices are depressed and the quantity that can be purchased is limited. And so how has this compared? I mean, you've been in business through the 2008 downturn. And how does this compare to other drops in the economy that you've lived through in this business? Well, what's interesting about this is that nobody really knows where to go and what to do because when I guess when the when the 2008 recession came, as far as myself, I mean, I was still in the logging business myself at that point, uh, working in the woods. It was pretty cut and dry because at the beginning of it, mills just stopped buying logs. So there wasn't a question of, okay, well, the prices are down, but we can keep cutting. We had to stop cutting for about, it wasn't a real long time, but maybe six or eight months, we just stopped cutting logs. And that some people didn't, you know, they, they, they moved on to, to soft woods or other things, but in the hardwood business, Pretty much you couldn't sell a lock, so we had no choice. We're here, you know, during this pandemic, I mean, log sales are still there. It's just the prices are really, really low. I mean, historic lows, I've never seen prices so low since I've been in this business, and I started in 97. And it's interesting because I was reading an article on, on Red Oak Lumber just recently last week and the 20 year comparison from today uh, to say January of 2000, you know, Red Oak Lumber is nearly half 
the value of what it was 20 years ago. And that's not factoring in inflation. Do you have a sense of what's going on with pulp? Or, you know, it just low-grade stuff in general? Well, um, if you break it down a little bit, low-grade hardwood logs are still doing okay only because the crane mat business is still pretty good. Railroad tie demand is still okay. It's, it's teetering on that fine line right now where any amount of overproduction could easily tip the market in the other direction when it comes to low grade because operations are just getting back. You know, railroad infrastructure operations are just starting again. So there is a little bit of a backup of railroad ties. The crane map business, you know, a lot of that, those mats go to infrastructure improvements like power lines and, and uh, gas lines and things like that. Some of those operations were curtailed briefly when the pandemic started, but those are back going again. So those markets are okay. The pulp, from the way I understand it, we don't really have a pulp market here in Connecticut. We have a little bit of a market, and that's been shut down uh, since the pandemic started. But I was just reading an article about the uh, Verso situation in Maine, the J and Westbrook Mills closing and laying off. I think it was 134 people. That's not good. So that's only going to to worsen the market conditions, especially in areas where where the industry relies on the pulp as a major part of its business. It's challenging days ahead. I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet, I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, it's also just, it's so un- unpredictable. There's, you know, so many unknowns in terms of how this is going to proceed. But I'm glad to hear that you're still able to move your product. Yes, we're still moving product, but it definitely is challenging, and it still changes week to week, day to day, what people want and the volumes they want. And I mean, our export business got us through probably the hardest part of the pandemic, but now that business is even starting to feel the effects of of the United States uh, being in the position it's in because of a lot of those products end up coming back to us. The export business is, uh, is, is starting to become very volatile as well. Um, so it's, it's challenging right now. Uh, thanks for speaking with me and you know, I hope that the situation gets better. Uh, we're all no problem. We're all just watching and waiting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So in a very different part of New England, up near the Canadian border in northwestern Maine, is Alan Ryder, who's a procurement forester. You might have seen Alan in the pages of the Northern Logger magazine recently. And Alan was kind enough to fill us in on what's been going on at the border in Maine's wood basket. Yeah, this spring... It seems that a lot of people, a lot of the logging contractors were focusing more on hardwood pulp because at that point, you know, looking back from, from spring mud season and the, and the hardwood pulp market was was fairly good. And that has all changed now. The hardwood pulp market is 
has gotten very restrictive. So people moved into more softwood species to, to harvest. And, and now the softwood pulp market is tightening up quite a bit. And a lot of people are, a lot of people are on quota at many of the mills. Um, there's still a lot of logging contractors, especially the smaller ones that have not gone back to work because the overall market for most species and grades is, is not good. One bright spot is the spruce and fir market, which over the past few weeks, that's just, that's gone very high. You know, this spring when COVID hit, uh, the spruce market, the lumber market took quite a dive and lumber prices were down and sales were down and directly due to you know, people not using using lumber and big construction prog- projects in the different, different New England states, you know, they weren't happening. A lot of cities were shut down and different states had different restrictions on how many workers could, you know, be on one job site, you know, started off you know, five, then maybe 10 and then 25. And, but now with the restrictions getting a little bit looser, uh, you know, that, that really made the lumber market start to take off. It's going pretty good. And so personally, how's stuff going at your mill? Yeah, at our mills, uh, we were, we at Stratton Lumber, we were down for the month of June, putting in a new piece of equipment. And now that piece of equipment is in, and we're slowly getting ramped up. It's it's we've only been sawing here for another for a couple of weeks, and still getting the bugs out. So things are good. Uh, so we couldn't take advantage of that strong lumber market while uh, in most recent weeks, but but we'll get back into it. And in in Canada, you know, a lot of the mills coming up starting this Friday, the construction, the the Quebec construction holiday, is uh, is starting. So most mills are shutting down for at least weeks. Well, I don't know about that. What's the Quebec construction holiday? Yeah, it's a you know, it's like a national holiday, and and most businesses or a lot of businesses shut right down completely for two weeks and send the majority of their workers home for for vacation. Okay. When you speak with people about, I mean, I know it's a time of a lot of uncertainty, but just looking ahead to the next six months, I mean, what are you hearing? What are people anticipating? How are people making plans right now? Everything is, you know, Overall, it's kind of it's kind of slow. Uh, they don't know what they should be cutting. If it should be hardwood or if it should be softwood. Right now, it seems to be softwood. Uh, the hardwood log market has taken taken quite a dive. Prices are down there, and a lot of mills slowed right down. Directly tied to the housing and construction industry. So it's kind of a wait and see right now. I don't know if you're. Really, are you close enough to Jay that you've heard? Oh yeah, you know about yeah. So, can you give us just an update on what's going on with that situation? I'm not sure what's going on. I don't think. Well, I know they've announced that they haven't uh, made a decision on whether they're going to rebuild, and that decision won't come until the end of the the, the fourth quarter of 2000, 2020. So, I'm not sure, but that 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 explosion 
And yeah, that really had a huge ripple effect in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Massachusetts and New York. Because with them not taking, you know, the roundwood pulp, uh, and they're not taking chips, you know, a lot of the sawmills in the region sent sent their chips to the mill, so they're not taking chips and they're not taking roundwood, and that's put more pressure on the other pulpwood mills. And then they had a lot of inventory in their mill yard and in their concentration yards that of of roundwood that they need to that they need to market now. So. So that's affecting a lot of the sawmills. You know, when you take a round cylinder, a spruce log, and saw it into square boards, 50% of that of the initial product goes into lumber, and another 50% is the mill residuals. You know, the bark, the chips, the sawdust, and the shavings. Of course, it's all it's all dependent on each other. You've clearly been through plenty of downturns in the industry and seen the market come and go for for products. Is there anything about what's been happening with COVID or this year in general that's surprised you or just thought, wow, this is like different than what I've seen? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's very different. And right now, like the softwood lumber markets, spruce and fir markets, they have recovered from from the low of the COVID and actually increased increase somewhat. So I was surprised that it increased so quickly. But with people with people getting back to work and and more communities opening up and states opening up to allow the allow the construction workers, that's really helped. Well, uh, great. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time to do a quick update with us. Absolutely, anytime. Hey, thanks for listening to the Northern Logger Podcast. Next month, we'll be talking about assisted migration. Assisted migration is a forestry model for helping working forests adapt to climate change. So we talked to a lot of foresters and academics who are thinking very creatively about what this could look like. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And check out more of what's going on with the Northern Logger and the Northeastern Loggers Association on www.northernlogger.com. All right. Happy harvesting.